for the sixth time. He is the fastest man in Congress. He is from Wisconsin. He's U.S. Congressman Mike Gallagher, clocking in at about six minutes and 40 seconds per mile. That's incredible. Congressman, thank you very much for being with us. Well, I appreciate it. I'm getting slower, though. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm not the young man I once was. I don't, there's no, you know, I need a nemesis. I need, a, I need Tom Cotton to run against. So I have someone to train against, but, you know. It's not happening. So you did this. Well, you ran the 5K in like 20 minutes. What'd you do it in last year? Well, I I mean, I did it like 18-something the first few years. Wow. I did 19-something this time. But I'm progressively getting slower. It's hard to get faster as you age, and particularly with young young kids. I I don't exactly have time to, you know, my (laughs) wife doesn't let me go out and run for two hours. Whatever. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed. That is that is good stuff. Um, you got a big night tonight. There's a prime time hearing on the economic threats posed by communist China. Why does this matter to people who live in Wisconsin? Well, for the better part of two decades, China has been waging economic warfare against us. China pocketed the uh, are allowing them to uh, join the WTO and, and never fulfilled all the promises that they made. When they did so, and what we've seen from China since is intellectual property theft. We've seen unfair subsidization of their domestic industry, so American companies are competing on a level playing field. And we've really seen a decimation of middle-class manufacturing jobs, particularly in the industrial Midwest. We're now waking up to the fact that we need to do more to defend ourselves. And in key areas, reclaim our economic independence from China. They control 90% of the processing in the world for rare earth and critical minerals, for example. That's an enormous bit of leverage they have over us. There's similar numbers for their dominance when it comes to advanced pharmaceutical ingredients, meaning they could threaten to cut off the export of advanced pharmaceutical ingredients if we got into a conflict with them. So we have to figure out how to reduce our dependence on China, how to make sure that we're competing on a level playing field, and how to make sure that American businesses aren't losing their jobs because China's cheating, China's not abiding by the global rules. So that's what tonight is all about, how we win that economic competition. Speaking of economics, what's your take right now on the current status of the discussions about the debt ceiling? Well, they're talking, which is good. Unfortunately, the president refused to talk for 97 days, and therefore we wasted a lot of time. And the president was insisting that on a clean debt ceiling increase, which is not I mean, that was never going to happen. Uh, they knew it was never going to happen. So, all right, they're talking now. That's positive. We passed a, a framework out of the House, which I think was very sensible. It was a debt ceiling increase, but it paired it with certain things like clawing back unspent COVID funds, work requirements for able-bodied adults, for, for welfare, um, making sure that uh, Biden's unconstitutional student loan forgiveness, which would benefit Wealthy Americans largely uh, doesn't go forward. Um, Common sense reforms, you know, spending levels, pre-pandemic spending levels. And so that's now the framework they're negotiating over. You know, we're not going to get 100 percent of what we want, but I think we'll get a lot and uh, we'll see what happens. It's something we got to work out in the next couple of weeks. Um, It's unfortunate that in D.C. you have to wait until the last second. You got to wait for the crisis uh, in order to get the solution. But that's where we are right now. And I'm hoping that the president you know, actually comes to the table in good faith. Congressman Mike Gallagher with us on WTMJ. All right, so then you have your big hearing tonight in prime time talking about the threat posed by China, and then you're off on an overseas trip. Where are you going and what are you doing? 
We are going to the United Kingdom uh, in order to talk with our allies uh, in the UK about how we combat Chinese Communist Party aggression. We're also going to tour some AI facilities that are there, some semiconductor facilities in order to figure out how we dominate those technologies and don't allow China to dominate those technologies. We're going to have a series of policy discussions with high-level British leaders um, in order to figure out how we can get on the same page when it comes to standing up to China. And it's really critical. If you look at our alliance structure, the heart of it is is the Five Eyes system. Five Eyes refers to the countries. It's an intelligence-sharing agreement with our closest allies. The U.K. is among them. Uh, It also includes uh, the Aussies, uh, uh, the Kiwis in New Zealand, and Canada. That's really the heart of the free world right there. And so we want to make sure that we're on the same page with our allies when we talk about winning this competition with China over the long term. So I'm hoping it's going to be a productive trip and um, looking forward to to seeing our friends in England. Does what's happening in Ukraine distract from the threat that China poses, or does it shine a brighter light on it because we know they're watching what's happening in Ukraine? Well, I think it shines a brighter light on what happens when we ignore what dictators tell us they're going to do. I mean, Putin signaled clearly that he was going to invade Ukraine. I mean, he did invade Ukraine in 2014 in Crimea, and then he kept saying he wanted to do more, and we ignored it, and we ignored it at our own peril, and so we can't make the same mistake with Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping keeps telling us that he wants to invade Taiwan or take Taiwan by force if necessary, and we ignore it at our own peril. And the only thing that will stop him from doing it is if we put hard power in his path. And Ukraine has also illustrated the insufficiency of our stockpiles for certain key weapon systems, certain long-range precision fires. We need to revitalize the defense industrial base so that we can put hard power in the Indo-Pacific to make sure that whenever Xi Jinping wakes up and looks across the Taiwan Strait, he concludes that today is not the day. I got, I got to go back to this fitness thing, because I'm trying to figure out, we have, we have Fox News and CNN on in the studio all day long in here, so we, you, we see you guys when you're on TV, and as a matter of fact, I saw you yesterday on CNN with one of your Democratic colleagues, I think, on, on the, was it on the Tapper show? I can't remember. Um, yep. who, who's the biggest threat to give you a run? For this fastest congressman thing? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I thought we got a bunch of new young people in, but they didn't show up. So uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that I'm, I'm hoping that Tom Cotton starts starts running again. You know, we get a bunch of <laughs> veterans in that are talking a big game, like Dan Crenshaw, Mike right. Waltz, all these Navy these Navy field guys, these Army guys that write books about how badass they all are. Right? They don't show up for the race. I don't get it. So. We'll see. Hopefully we get more people running. That's true. We need more competition. Steel sharpens steel. I, I mean, Mark Wayne Mullins, a former MAA guy, looks like he could, you know, crush a, a bottle with his hand. He could definitely beat me up. I would not want to get in a fight with that guy. I don't know if he could beat me in a three-mile race, but he could definitely beat me in a bar fight. That's for sure. Well, yeah, you wouldn't want him to catch you, but he probably wouldn't catch yeah, you. That's right. But you're that's stealthy, right. though, so, I mean, that's probably not going to happen. Marjorie that's Taylor right. Green, let's get her out there. I want to see her running around. She's a big crossfitter, so who knows? Maybe I know. She she's around for my money. Exactly. She's not messing around, too. Hey, how was the Paul Ryan thing today? They unveiled his portrait. It was great. It was a great event for Paul. Uh, you had everyone who uh, spoke very nicely at the event, in- including, you know, uh, Majority Leader Schumer and Minority Leader Tim Jeffries. It was a uh, bipartisan thing. And really, you know, Paul talked about how important the institution is, and the House in particular. I mean, it's the people's house. We're supposed to be most responsive to the needs. Uh, of the people, and that's what makes the institution uh, special. And so it was, uh, it was a very cool ceremony, and I was glad to be there.
All right, he's the fastest man in Congress, and he's going to be busy the next couple of days. He's Green Bay's Mark Gallagher, uh, Mike Gallagher, excuse me. I don't even know why I did that. Congressman Gallagher, thank you so much for being with us. You're busy, and we always appreciate it when you make some time for us. Thank you. Glad to do it.